today on Grace to the Hearers with Pastor Eric Kluth. Jesus said this, you guys, in Luke chapter 5, verse 31. Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. And then he went on to say, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. What was Jesus' main purpose, you guys? To call the sick. And guess who's the sick? I'm sick. I've been sick. I needed a savior. I needed the doctor. Now, I don't like to go to the doctor in real life. But I need this doctor. The last time you were with us, Pastor Eric shared with us the similarities between Ebola and the disease of sin that all of humanity is infected with. Today, Pastor Eric will share with us the cure for this disease. We'll learn that it's none other than Jesus Christ and His blood shed for us on the cross. Now, here's Pastor Eric with today's study. And when these went into Micah's house and took the carved images, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image, the priest said to them, what are you doing? What are you doing? And they said to him, be quiet. Put your hand over your mouth and come with us. Be a father and a priest to us. It is better. Is it better for you to be a priest to the household of one man or that you be a priest to a tribe and family in Israel. Verse 20, so the priest's heart was glad and he took the ephod, the household idols and the carved image and took his place among the people. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones and the livestock and the goods in front of them. Verse 22, when they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men who were in the houses near Micah's house gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. And they called out to the children of Dan, so they turned around and said to Micah, what ails you that you have gathered such a company? So he said, you have taken away my gods, which I made, and the priests, and you have gone away. Now what more do I have? How can you say to me, what ails you? And the children of Dan said to him, Do not let your voice be heard among us, lest angry men fall upon you, and you lose your life with the lives of your household. Then the children of Dan went their way, and and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. So they took the things Micah had made, and the priests who, who had belonged to him, and went to Laish to a people quiet and secure. And they struck them with the edge of the sword and burned the city with fire. Verse 28, there was no deliverer because it was far from Sidon, and they had no ties with anyone. It was in the valley that belongs to Beth Rahab. So they built the city and dwelt there. Verse 29, and they called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan, their father, who was born to Israel. However, the name of the city for formerly was Laish. Verse 30, Then the children of Dan set up for themselves the carved image, and Jothan, uh, Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan until the day of, cap- of the captivity of the land. Verse 31, So they set up for themselves Micah's carved image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. Wow. 
So the Danites come to Micah's house. They were asked by the five spies, what are you going to do? What should we do? And what does it say? It says that they turned in there. They turned to Micah's house and they not only turned in there, but they robbed him. They took his gods, they took his ephod, and they took his priests. In fact, they tell the young priest to shut his mouth, put it over your, your hand over your mouth. Is it better for you to be with this one man, or is it better for you to be a priest for the entire tribe of, of Dan? You know? And here, remember, the young Levite was a hireling. He was looking to be hired. And what do you think he's going to do? He's going to choose the bigger picture, Right? Hey, a lot more people, that means it's going to be a lot more, uh, it's going to be better for me, you know, to be with these guys. So he got glad. He was excited. He's like, all right, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to take it myself. He took it and he was ready to go. And it says that he joined them with the people and they went on their way. And, and if that's not even enough, then Micah caught wind of it and he caught up to the, to the tribe of Dan. He says, what's going on here? You took my gods. You took my priest. And you say to me, what's my problem? You took everything from my house. If I came in and took everything from your house, would you have a problem with that? Are you guys... I would. <laughs> you know, don't take my stuff. <laughs> The tribe of Dan continues, and they tell Micah, hey, you better stop talking before angry men fall upon you and you lose your life. Uh, that would shut me up too. You can have my stuff. You know, I'm going to go back home. <laughs> so they go, the tribe goes, they go, they take over Laish, and, and guess what they call it? Did you guys catch it? They were so original, they called it Dan. They were so original with that name, Right? We conquered this city. What are we going to call it? Let's call it Dan. Brilliant. You know? And so they take it. They overtake the city. And they set up the carved image. And guess what, you guys? The sin virus that started with one person has now infected an entire tribe of Israel. One man's sin has infected the entire tribe of Dan. That's intense. And it continues to spread. So what is this deadly virus called sin? Well, sin is to wander away from the commandments of God. Sin is to violate God's law. Sin is to miss the mark of righteousness. Sin is to be in error. Sin is to do wrong. And guess what, guys? Sin is deadly. The Bible tells us, for the wages of sin is death. We know this, right? James says this in James chapter 1, verses 14 through 15, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when his desires has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. So sin is a deadly thing. It is very deadly. So here's the, here's the truth, though. You and I have already been infected with this virus. What? When did that happen? When did somebody sneeze on me? When did somebody sneeze on me with their sin? Come in contact. I, I knew I should have washed my hands. Oh, I wish it was so easy. 
<laughs> to wash your hands. It is actually pretty easy. We have all made a mistake or two in our lives. Even if you don't believe in God, I know that you know that you've made a mistake in your life. Even if you haven't put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I bet you you know what is right and wrong and that you would say, yep, I've committed wrong. I've been in error before. Okay? So the Bible says this in Romans 5.12, Therefore, just as through one man's sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread, spread to all men, because all sinned. So if you don't believe that this virus is spread to everybody, the Bible just says that it has. And I love the verbiage that God uses, that it's spread, because it is highly, highly contagious. Highly contagious. The death virus has spread to all men. Every single person from young to old has been infected with sin. Oh, not the cute little babies. Let me tell you. Yes, they have. From personal experience. Okay. Unfortunately, they've been infected too. But guess what, guys? There is good news. There is a cure, and that is Jesus Christ. There's a cure with Jesus. Now, I know that many of you have been in church, maybe you've been in church your whole lives, and you know this, but there are many in this world who don't know this, that there is a cure for the sin virus. Jesus said this, you guys, in Luke chapter 5, verse 31, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. And then he went on to say, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. What was Jesus' main purpose, you guys? To call the sick. And guess who's the sick? I'm sick. I've been sick. I needed a savior. I needed the doctor. Now, I don't like to go to the doctor in real life, but I need this doctor. And Jesus came to all men and gave us a cure for this deadly virus. You guys, the prophet Isaiah said this. This is probably one of the coolest verses in the Bible that I, I just love this verse. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, church, what does it say? We are healed. Amen. That is awesome news. This is, this prophet, uh, Isaiah was a long, was long before Jesus was here. And here God is saying through the prophet, by Jesus Christ, you can be healed by the sacrifice that he made for us. Praise God for that. Because of Jesus Christ, one who is infected with the sin virus can be healed. How do I get this healing? How do I get it? I want it. You know? How do you get it? This world would want to know how to be healed. Turn to Jesus, believe in his name, commit your life to him, and follow his ways. Now, I know that we hear that. We hear it probably every Sunday and every Wednesday from the pulpit, but you know what? That is what saves lives. Jesus Christ. Jesus said uh, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. John three fifteen. Peter said this, you guys, repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that the times of refreshing may come for the presence of the Lord. 
refreshing. Who likes to be refreshed? I do. I like to go on vacation to get refreshed, you know. But here, true refreshing comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you want healing, you gotta go to the doctor. You gotta go. Don't be stubborn. You gotta go to the doctor. You know, Dr. Jesus, right? <laughs> and coming to mind, you know, is the story of Jesus with the leopard. Uh, he, he, the guy who had leprosy, uh, and, and, and this guy says in Matthew chapter 8, 2 and 3, he says, and behold, a leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy uh, was cleansed. Guys, get the picture here. Leprosy is very contagious. They were told to be outside of the camp. And here this man who had leprosy came to Jesus and said, if you are willing, he was worshiping him. Did you see that in the verse? He was worshiping Jesus. And he was saying, Jesus, if you are willing uh, you know, to heal me, please you know, heal me. And Jesus said what? I'm willing. But he went even a step further. He touched him. He touched him and brought healing to him. What a great picture of sin and, and, and how we are so filthy and so contagious. We are, we're just, uh, man has sin all within him, but yet the Lord Jesus Christ says to, uh, says to his people, to the world, that I am willing to heal you. I died on the cross for you. I am willing to heal you. And Jesus is reaching out to the world, touching them, willing to just embrace them so that he can take away their virus, the virus that is deadly. Jesus is willing to heal you. He is willing to make you clean. That is awesome, you guys. It's awesome. And so we, we understand that Jesus brings the healing. But okay, what about us who have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? What happens if we've already been cleaned and healed? Well, guess what? You still need protection. Just like Ebola, you need protection when you're dealing with Ebola. In fact, you probably wear a suit like this. Check this out, right? You're walking around. There's no... no there's no way that this can come in, right? You need a protection. Your sin, you need protection from sin as well. And your protection suit is called the armor of God. Found in Ephesians 6. Not only does this armor help you in battle, but it also protects you, protects you from being infected with sin. Because again, church, is sin highly contagious? It is. It is highly contagious. You know, uh, <laughs> Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 5, in the context dealing with sexual immorality, which is a sin, he said this in 1 Corinthians 5, verse 6, he says, Do you not, don't you realize that this sin is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough? This little sin don't you know that it spreads? It spreads like yeast. It, it, it rises. It, it goes. And so it, it's like sin spreads. 
the point being, you guys, is that you, you, you gotta understand how infection, uh, the infection of sin is so rampant and is so deadly and so contagious. You've gotta be armed. But you guys, it is highly, highly contagious. If you don't think it's contagious, you're wrong. And even though, you guys, we can be healed, praise Jesus for that. We're still going to have symptoms. What? I thought Jesus healed me from that. Well, he did. He did. Because if you turn to Jesus, you've been healed. Because Jesus has healed us, yes, we should go and sin no more. But since we live with our sinful nature, we're going to have symptoms. And we're going to have the occasional sin cold, you know, where we fall into sin, uh, even to the point where we're sick. But be of good cheer, my friends. Uh, the Bible says this in 1 John 2, 1, And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So when you are starting to feel sick, what do you do? You usually go to the cabinet and get the emergency, right, and throw it in the water? Your emergency is Jesus Christ. You need to go to him. You need to, you need to go and you need to confess what is going on. You need to go see Dr. Jesus. Because Dr. Jesus is good there and he is going to cure you of what's going on. The sin that is taking place. Because I know this because of the Bible. First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he, speaking of Jesus, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So Dr. Jesus, when you go to him, when you have, you've fallen into a sin, because even though you're a Christian, you're still going to have your battles with sin, you need to go to Jesus and he will cleanse you. Now, does that mean that your, your salvation is gone? No, but it, it's the point of that you have that defender in, in Jesus Christ. But guess what? If you don't deal with it, it's going to get worse. And I don't even want to play around with that. I want to, I want to take the, I want to take the forgiveness, but it takes repenting. It takes coming to Jesus. It takes going to the doctor, but so many of us fall into pride where we don't need to go to the doctor, even with a small sin in our lives. But I'm telling you, you've got to go to Dr. Jesus. Confess that. And finally, you guys, so <laughs> dealing with this whole concept of the sin virus, you know what? Yes, we've been cleansed by Jesus Christ. Yes, he heals us. He takes care of us. Praise God for this. But why isn't there any awareness about it? October is a month full of awareness. There's awareness every single month for something. October is the breast cancer awareness month. It's also the domestic violence awareness month. Great things to be aware, right? Yes, we need to bring awareness to these things. But why isn't sin being brought to for awareness? You know, do you guys remember back with the ice challenge for the ALS? Everybody was doing it. It was like a, it was like, popular. But no one's talking about the most deadly thing that separates man from God for eternity. There is no awareness. We just churn our, our eyes. I mean, the, the, the awareness is everywhere for like breast cancer. Check out this. Even the NFL is embracing the awareness. 
The NFL is showing that, hey, we need to bring alert to breast cancer. We need to bring knowledge to it. If you watch them, you see the pink on their shoes, on their gloves. Could you imagine if somebody was out there saying, sin kills? Wow. (laughs) Why? What about sin? Because we just learned that it's a deadly virus. It infected an entire tribe. Why is it not being spoken about? Because Satan is a deceiver and he has deceived this world. People don't want to offend other people. Guys, it's not about offending somebody. It's bringing awareness because you love them. And you don't want them to perish. You don't want them to fall. You don't want them to be taken out. It's not about condemning them. It's, it's just showing them God's love, that he loves them so much that he has cleansed them. He has healed them from their iniquity. You've got to bring awareness with love, not with condemnation. It takes love to bring awareness, doesn't it? And God has brought awareness to sin. He gave us his word. He's asking us as believers in Jesus Christ to inform others. And here's the thing, though, you guys, you can't heal them. You cannot do it. But you can tell them that there's a virus that is deadly, that has infected them, but they can be healed. You can give a referral. Who's ever had a referral before to go see a specialist? Well, guess what, you guys? You guys have that pad of paper where you can write referral to Jesus Christ. He will take your virus away. He will give you life. You can give referrals. Jesus wants referrals. (laughs) If there's no awareness for sin, guess what's going to happen, you guys? Man is going to continue to die. And I'm not talking physically. I'm talking spiritually. Man is going to continue to die. But you guys, if you have that relationship with Jesus, have the good news. You have the cure. If you, if you had the, the cure for, um, I don't know, a disease, you had it, wouldn't you share it? I would hope so. I would hope so. God does not desire man to die, and neither should you. And so the question to me that I'm going to pass on to you, that I'm going to be praying about, is how do I pass on this awareness of sin? How do I pass it on? How do I bring it forth? Well, by the power of the Holy Spirit, because I can't do it through my flesh. I need Jesus Christ to do it, you guys. And he is going to do it. He is willing, if we're willing. Let's not be like the Danites and stay infected. Let's continue to go to Jesus, our doctor. Let's just continue to, to, to seek and to sin no more. You have a choice. It's up to you. Do you want to be infected or not? There is a mighty outbreak going on, and time is getting short. His return draws near. Guys, this is, this is getting ran- It's going But we need to continue to, we are blessed to live in these times because we have the great news to help people be saved. Amen? 
There's much more Pastor Eric would like to share with you, but we've run out of time for today. This has been another edition of Grace to the Hearers, the radio ministry of Pastor Eric Kluth of Calvary Chapel Coolidge in Coolidge, Arizona. Pastor Eric will continue teaching verse by verse through the book of Judges next time. You can order today's message for free by emailing us at info at gracetothehearers.com. Sometimes it is just easier to call. Our phone number is 520-723-7047. We'll be happy to help you. Again, that number to call is 520-723-7047. You can learn more about Grace to the Hearers, Calvary Chapel Coolidge, and Pastor Eric at our website, gracetothehearers.com. All of Pastor Eric's messages through the Bible are available to listen to or download for free at gracetothehearers.com. Though God doesn't need our money, He most certainly uses our stewardship and faithfulness to accomplish His will. Would you consider giving towards the ongoing expenses of bringing you Grace to the Hearers on this station? If so, a secure option to give a gift of any amount is available by clicking the Donate button at gracetothehearers.com. That's gracetothehearers.com. Again, to make a secure donation, log on to gracetothehearers.com. From all of the production team here at Grace to the Hearers, we want to say thank you for tuning in, and please make plans to join us again for the next edition of Grace to the Hearers. Grace to the Hearers.